us and keeping the things that will hurt us or taunt us or harm us away from us, keeping us at peace, keeping us uh, safe, oh God, so much, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, even for the the uh, the series that you have given to us over the last two months, a high power protection, oh God, knowing that you have resources in the universe down to the earth there to protect our lives oh and to okay. protect us in all that we are doing, oh God. So we pray for your goodness, your mercy. We thank you, Lord, that those who will hear this message today will be strong, uh, hear this word, and be empowered. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. All right. Thank God for Prophet Shante as well. Today, uh, we are concluding this series, High Power Protection. Uh, we thank God for this series. It has been truly a blessed series from the Lord. Uh, I will call this a masterclass on high power protection. So today we just wanted to go into and review a little bit and just kind of, we've been on this for seven weeks and this is the eighth uh, portion of it we're going to close out. But we just wanted to kind of review with you all all the goodness that we have been sharing uh, kind of in the review, end of course review uh, for this series High Power Protection, The Force Field of Favor. So let me just kind of go back to the beginning uh, where we talked about the fact that this whole series came from the art series, from artworks that God gave me some 22 plus years ago. It was work that tremendously impacted my soul and my life and many of those who were around me. And see, what happened was we wound up, um, it just, <laughs> as the years go by, the more I share in this artwork, the more I get to see just how much of God it is. But the quote that got this whole series started was called, uh, here it is. Many people think that gunpowder and steel are the best means of protection. Uh, if you really want protection, just dwell in the fortress of God. No one will be able to find your perfect peace because it's hidden in the secret place of God. The attacks may come. Whether you're asleep or whether you're awake, but no harm will be done. And he got you covered. I will tell you, even in this past month, even throughout this series, we have seen how God has protected us. You know, uh, the enemies try to put forces out there to, to come and harm. Matter of fact, in personally personal testimony, that someone <clears throat> ran into my car while I was in the parking lot. Uh, but guess what? <clears throat> I was not there. <laughs> and even in this series... As we're teaching that God sent angels who saw the whole thing happen and gave us clues to what we had to do. It was two of them. So even as we're teaching this series, God was showing us real life examples, even to me, about how he uses his angels and how he dispatches uh, things to keep us protected. So thank God that situation has been resolved almost to the end of that situation. Uh, God protected us. But anyway, hi. Powered protection is real high. God's power for us, his protection for us, as we said in the beginning, is situated, is passed above the normal level. I mean, there's, there's, it brings happy and successful moments. There's so many points of joy and of peace and of life that God gave to us, um, even as we taught this series. Um, you know, you know, powered meaning 
the ability to produce. God has given us the ability to produce. Okay? Excuse me. God has the ability to produce for us. Many people worship, you know, objects, worship celebrity status, fame, all these different things. But with the true and living God that we serve... He's able to produce for us. He's able to respond to our needs. He, he hears our cries. He knows what's going on in our lives. And he dispatches, you know, powers at his hands, at his word to bring us forth, to bring forth things, the energy that's needed to help him strengthen our lives. God protects us. He's, you know, he covers us. He shields us from exposure. Okay. He shields us from injury. Like I said, with the vehicle, he shielded me from injury. All right. You know, God, you know, shields from damage and destruction. Even if things may happen, God has ways to keep us in that process and he has ways to restore everything that may have been damaged. So if there was things that you might have got damaged in your life, whether it was relationship, whether it was career or whether it was whatever it is, the protection and the powers of God, his authority, his ability is able mm. To restore and keep us. So think about it. Just how they have construction workers who work on the building, who work, you know, when hurricanes come through and, and whatever comes, how they have the, the crews come through to do the cleanup and to do the rebuilding and things. The God does the same thing spiritually. When parts of our lives have been affected in, in ways that really feel just tragic or traumatic, you know, God has ways of protecting us through that process so we don't just really fall off the edge um, of life. And that he has ways to just restore even in an expedient way to things are better than they were before. You see, when Job got tested huh, from all the challenges that the adversary put upon his life because he was faithful to God, he didn't succumb to the issues they were ahead of him. You know, we had to hold. See, the enemy may have been uh, got permission to access parts of his life, but God had a whole hedge of army of angels so that nothing would cross the boundary that God has assigned to keep us protected. Job wound up having, you know, even much, much more after his testing than he had before. That's the kind of God we had. That's how he protects us. He doesn't just say that everything will be all right and abide by this and that. He has ways to restore us, to put us back into position, to bring us back to life and to care for us and everything. So back in the quick review, we talked early on about gunpowder and steel. You know, uh, that's the greatest weapons that we have now. Atomic, nuclear, all, all these things. We have the wars going over different parts of the world and everybody is doing this machismo um, this ego fest, you know, with military weapons. So God is greater than any human invention. That's one thing we want to tell you. Um, let me go to this artwork that God gave me. And we shared this in the beginning, but I'm going to share it again. Show it, show it to you on my tablet here. This one here in review is called High Power Protection, the namesake of our series. Let me go back to it. High-powered protection in this in this artwork you see. You can see there is some beautiful things happening. You see there's a tower 
that's very colorful. You see a bridge that's on that tower. And on that bridge, on that tower, that's where we are. God has a high fortress that he has us. He keeps us protected. As you can see over there, his wingspan, his spiritual assigned wingspan, the component of his feathers, okay, covers over us. Wow, you see the little glow. There's a little glow at the very top. As he protects us, he anoints us as he protects us. So if you see in the top portion of this artwork, you see there's arrows, look like meteors and different things coming from the dark. No matter what side of life that you may encounter, whether it be day or night, you know, things that you cannot see, God protects us from the unseen. He protects us from the unseen. And that's one thing that's really specific and very very powerful about this artwork. He protects us from the unseen. So we can stand tall. We can stand proud. We can stand anointed because we know that his wingspan is over us. And even in that, okay, you look at the base of this picture, you see clouds. You may not see it in detail on this work, but you can see it that there's like different compartments of clouds. So it's like there's many different compartments of our life, okay? No matter how rocky things get at the base of our lives, God will elevate us from those rock ships or hardships. Let me go back two minutes. I'm talking too long. There we go. At the base, there's all these rocks and jagged edges and all that things at the base of this artwork. You see, God... <laughs> Here we go. God elevates us. God elevates us from those rocky places, that jagged edges at the base of it. Many of us, let me put this down for a second. Many of us have different compartments of our lives where one part of life is doing well. But there's another part of our life that's just like, it's falling to bits, it's falling to pieces. If those of you dealing with that, <laughs> raise your hand. If you Just to yourself, rhetorically. God is able to go into all those areas of our lives and to lift us out of the Mari clay or even to those rocky places where there's hardship. So that's something that's very powerful for us to understand, okay? So we have to realize that in God's high power protection from us, we have to realize that not only is he protecting us, but he's lifting us. He's lifting us out of dark situations, out of rocky hardships. I mean, there's Prophet Shantae and I can tell you that there were places in our life that were so rocky, especially during the transition of our transition to the uh, DMV area, that God, even though we were in rocky places, God elevated our spirit. He anointed us in those rocky places, and he made sure we never fell while in those rocky places. Like the psalmist says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. 
His rod and his staff, it comforts us. A rod and a staff is used for balance. When you look at mountain climbers, when you look at shepherds, they use that staff, they use that rod to balance themselves, to climb, to ascend. So what happens is when God when we go through hardships or we have to climb or, or wade through situations, the staff and the rod of God gives us the ability to have extra balance so that we won't fall, we won't slip in these places so that we can test places before we walk to make sure that the ground is stable enough for us. Even with that rod, you know, a lot of mountain climbers, they, they tap places before they walk into it to make sure that that ground is sturdy and steady so he can step onto it, you know, or even if, if the place, you know, there's no quicksand or there's not a place that you will sink into. No tricks. So the rod and the staff helps us from getting tricked out while we're climbing. So God gives us strength. He gives us precision. He gives us support. He gives us a staff. He gives us comfort as we are ascending out of those difficult places. But look at uh, Exodus 18 and 10 in our review. It says, Bless the Lord, Jethro said, for he has saved you from the Egyptians and from Pharaoh and has rescued Israel. Now, excuse me, I now know the Lord is greater than any other God because he delivered his people from the proud and cruel Egyptians or oppressors, as I would say. So one thing I can tell you, even as we're going through this here, I'm going to my next artwork that I want to share with uh, that was so powerful. Uh-oh, I don't see it. Well, anyway, the other one that I have here, let me just find it real fast in one, just for you have a second, is elevated standards. God gives us elevated standards. He helps us. Like we say nearly, he doesn't just help us, but he gives us the ability my Jesus, I'm excited about this. He gives us the ability not just to rise out of situation, but he gives us power to arise. Here it is. Here it is right here. Sorry for that delay. See this here? You see that? He gives us power to rise. I'm looking, I've got two screens here, so I want to make sure both uh, audiences from different platforms can see it, one over here. If you see that here, what you see here is at the very top of this artwork, you would see there's like, you know, like long bridges, okay? And in those long bridges, you see that they're blue. And what happens is that is how God elevates us. So when you look below, there are raging seas, there's raging seas, and, and on the one side of it, you see like orange and red and a yellow storm, like a hurricane symbol. Even in the hurricanes, when a sea, when you know, even with Jesus, you know, there, when the storm was there and all the disciples and everybody was all afraid, he was resting. They were scared, but he was resting. What God will do is that. He will allow your spirit to be able to be in a rested position through storms because he elevates you above those storms. You know, this scripture here that I love in this passage, this artwork called Elevated Standards, 
It says, this is from uh, Isaiah 42. When thou pass through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. That's what is our elevated standard. So as I was saying, God lifts us out of situations. He doesn't lift us. He lifts us with class. You look at Joseph. When Joseph was sold into slavery by his own natural blood brothers, they thought they pretended he was dead. He lied to his father, sold him in slavery. How do your brothers sit there and hate you so much that they will take money to human traffic you to get you out of their life? Oh, that's pre. That's that. That's even deeper than the mob. That's like these are Jacob's children. But what God does is He allows us, like He did with Joseph. No matter what situation He was in, no matter how much challenge He experienced, God continued to elevate His life. He went from. Just watching after the brothers to give report to dad that they're doing well, to care for them, to make sure they're hungry, to give them food, to go on to being the chief of staff at the house of one of the cabinet members of Egypt. And everything in hand touched prospered. So God's high power protection, the force field of favor. What it does, it gives us favor even through hard situations. That's the kind of God we serve. Psalms 33 in review, 13 to 20. The Lord gazes down upon mankind from heaven where he lives. He has made their hearts and closely watches everything they do. The best equipped army cannot save a king, for great strength is not enough to save Anyone, a war horse, is a poor risk for winning victories. It is strong, but it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are watching over those who fear him, who rely upon what? His steady love. He will keep them from death, even in times of famine. So this shows us that God elevates the standards for us as we go through various situations. When we depend on him, he keeps us. He strengthens us. He goes through all this process with his armies, his angelic armies, to protect us. I mean, this is exciting stuff. I don't know about you, but just reviewing this work is really... <laughs> uh, just going through the review is just truly blessing my soul yet once again. So now also, the other one is that even as we've gone through our review, there's one piece called, let me get here, pardon me, Tumbling Towers. This was another artwork that God gave me years ago that we are talking about. So not only does God, let me turn it so you can see this better. There we go. 
you can see it clearer, see more detail without the reflection. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Tumbling towers. God, like this piece here was where Christ was on the cross. Or Samson was at that temple when he was blinded and ridiculed and mocked. What happened was God may, the enemy and the adversary may think they got you covered. They may think they got you enslaved. They may think they got you right where they want you in a place of humiliation. They swear they got you right there and nothing you can do. But with Samson and with Jesus, Samson pushed the building pillars and took out more people in his life as a judge in a moment of humiliation. So his moment of public humiliation became his greatest, greatest offense and victory for the kingdom of God. With Christ, they thought they hung him up on that cross between two thieves. Look at this. Think about this. Think about it. Think about this. You say that you're king of kings, and lord of lords, king of kings, king of the Jews. These Sanhedrin of Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes and all that, religious leadership of the day, think who you think you is. And they, they do all they can to work with the oppressive government, the religious leadership work with an oppressive government. It's like the church working mm. with the Confederates. Literally, that's what it's like. It's like the charismatic working with the Confederates coming together to humiliate your life in the most grotesque way. Back in those days, they, you know, they hung them on a tree as a cross. In the Confederate days, and the, they hung people on trees. I don't want to go in detail, but the process of humiliation was exactly the same. You had a public gathering to watch you agonize to death. But in that process, Christ may have had human humiliation, but he rose from the dead. And what happened was when his rising from the dead in that third day, as we talked about in the past, and many people don't really pay much attention to is that when he rose many were resurrected at the same time that he rose out of the grave so what happened was what God did is that even in a moment of humiliation you may go down then people may think they got you down and they got you buried and you're out of off the scene never to be bothered with and they can do what they want to God will have you with his high power protection to rise again. And not only will you rise, you will cause others to rise with you. That's the power of the God we serve. Not only do you come out of the situation on top, but you bring others out. So not just a self-centered incident, it's a community thing of uplift. When God pulled us out of situations, he inspired so many. Like I'm in a group, a fitness group. Um, you know, I put a testimony in there about how God allowed me to overcome cancer. And not only did that, but he gave me legs that are very strong 
to lift a thousand to fourteen hundred pounds with my legs on leg presses. I share that with people, and people said they needed to hear that because the way I came out and rose up after that situation of darkness, it's causing people to rise up and know that no matter what hardship they dealt with in their life, that there's no excuse for them to stay down. Amen. Jesus did not stay down. He did not say, well, okay, the Romans got me. You know, the, the scribes and the Pharisees, they got me. I can't do nothing. Woe is me. Let me just stay down here and not show my face again. No. He rose on up. So that goes back to my other art piece here I want to share. Okay. This is the piece called The Keys to Victory. With God's protection, there is victory. If you see the base of this work, I'm gonna move the other screen so that other people can see it from the other broad from the other platform. Okay, now move back to the main one. Alright. If you see here at the very bottom underneath the earth where there's fire and brimstone and all this stuff, you see keys there. Above it, you see the red the blue is a veil renting too. You see a, in the very background, a door was open and there's a glorious sun ray that's in there. That's Christ, who is a door to life. The stone was rolled away by the angelic forces, that big stone in the middle. But what happens, as you see in the base of this work, when he went down to get the keys to death and hell, he was able to allow Peter to be freed from those prisons and rise. So what happens is when God gives you high power protection, he allows you to bring others out. So when God gives you a key to arise from dark places, he unlocks other people's ability to get out of dark places through your testimony. My, 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 my. I feel this. Mm. <laughs> Let me try to. Keep it in English for you. <laughs> I go off on a tangent here. My Lord Jesus. Revelations 5, 9. And behold, I have verse, no, 5, 11. Let me just go back to verse 9. Revelations 5, 9. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book. This is Jesus. To open the seals thereof, for thou was slain, taken down, blackballed, Whatever you want to call it, outed, you know, oft, whatever it was, but thou hast redeemed us unto God by thy blood out of a kindred tongue and nation. Every kindred, every tongue, and every nation. Lord Jesus. Thou hast made us unto our God kings and priests. We shall reign on earth. So. Did it say we're going to reign in heaven? Reign on earth. <clears throat> so everybody had this mindset, well, in this we by and by. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Let me not try to sing. I don't mess up the song. God gives us a hundredfold in this life and the life to come. So everybody who wants to tell you to think spiritually, just thinking over there in the heaven and the by and by, no, God makes you leadership. He makes you authoritative. He gives you the ability to lead spiritually. He gives you the ability to rule and reign as a leadership in the king format because you are on earth. 
and he is slain so that we can rulership on earth. So on earth is where you have authority to reign as a king and a priest. That's God's high power protection. Joseph reigned as a king and as a priest while he was on earth. After his place of being sold out. When God said he elevates the standards for us. Jesus. Jesus. He brings us into those places of strength and power and leadership. There's things I'm able to do now. Because God gave me power in those dark, lowly places. And now, even in my professional career, I'm able to lead above others. And people wonder, how do you do all this stuff? Because in those low places, he gave me wisdom, he infused me with power, and he elevated me spiritually, mentally, and physically. So that as we're out of that situation, all that authoritative, kingly, and priestly power was able to be dispensed on earth. On earth. Not in the by and by. Not off in another universe, another planet, but on earth. So everybody trying to leave earth, <laughs> that's open field for darkness. Because God makes kings and priests on earth. Okay, let's keep moving here. Hallelujah. Just, this is just reviewing through the whole week. So, okay. Now, we talked about even, not only will God help us to rule, but God will give us people, support, while we in a place of ruling. That's what I call here angelic allies. See that okay? Angelic allies. I'm going to read this passage out of, out of uh, 2 Kings. When the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city with horses and chariots and his servants with him, saying, Alas, master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be against us. Be with them, excuse me. So, in this artwork, let me just go back to it. What God does is show us that he has some a whole army of forces. Amen. A complete army, thousands upon thousands of thousands of thousands, John the Revelator says. And they are signed to keep us protected. So man, that kind of force has come against us. A whole army came against Elisha, one man, came to where he was residing, went to his hotel <laughs> with the whole army. Can you imagine the American army, the Marines, the army, the Air Force, <laughs> and whatsoever, having all of the soldiers in battle forms surrounding your house or your hotel where you're staying? Because... You speak the words of God on how to stay alive and not be defeated by adversaries. But God said, even in all those thousands upon thousands of men that were there to try to destroy Elisha, 
he was not destroyed. And the key to the whole aspect is the key to high power protection is to make sure you do not fear. Because fear brings torment, and torment brings it mean it brings divided mindset and it opens doors for darkness to come in. But what happens is God says more are with us than against us. Do not fear. And when you have this position of do not of not fearing the situation, not fearing the people, and recognizing the authority of God that's from between heavens, between God's mouth and your position are all aligned in battle array to take out anything that tries to come against you spiritually. Because the war is not flesh and blood, it's against spirit. So all those things trying to come against you, they will fall flat. That's what angelic allies is. Hallelujah. Oh my God, we're just in review. And even this review is blessing my socks off. So <laughs> give me a few more minutes. I, got, I think I got a couple more pieces here to go through. Um, in this here. So even in this here, angelic allies, let me go to the last one. Oh yeah. Freedom fighters. What God does is not only, God is just not giving us high power protection just so that we can be kings and priests, but he gives us high power protection so we can release freedom in the earth. So people can be free from bondage. So they can be free from oppression. This thing, freedom fighters, was God sends angels from the dark out, you know, from the heavens into the earth to drop freedom bombs, as I would call it. What is a freedom bomb? It's the power of God wrapped up, taken, and placed in a position where there's bondage and oppression. And that power source breaks chains. Paul and Silas, they were bound. They were in a prison. They were arrested because they preached the name of Jesus. And those soldiers knew they had him because they, we got them jokers. Them, you know, we got them protesters. We got those people ain't lining with us. They, we got them folks that speaking at CRT. We got them folks that are protesting against, you know, black lives being murdered left and right. We got them folk. They ain't going to say nothing no more. Matter of fact, we pass laws at night. They can't do nothing. What did God do? He dropped a freedom bomb, shook the whole jail, broke the chains off without even one fingerprint. That's a freedom bomb. God allows us to bring power nodes of freedom to others to break them out of their chains that people put upon them. Hallelujah. La, 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 la. Oh, my God. Fear not. Don't fear people's criticism. Don't fear people's threats. Don't fear losing it all. Don't fear getting old. Don't fear failure. Don't fear offending people by doing the will of God. Don't fear to look foolish because you're obeying God's way. And don't fear success, because even now we got folks who like, if you do this and make all that money, you know, you're not going to be right, because you're just do, getting too much, and it's too much, too much for you to have, and other people don't have this and that. Don't even fear that mess, because religion and jealousy 
will make up every type of rule to come against what you're being successful at. Now that's the truth. <laughs> Say it again. I can't even repeat it again. Religion and jealousy will make up every kind of rule to come against what you are successful at. There you go. You heard her. You heard the prophet repeat it. So let's take let's take a Selah moment on that. Mm-mm-mm. So much fear in this earth. People are jealous. People are envious. People are just critical because they just don't want you to succeed. They've done their way. They might have been on top. They might have had things handed to them that, or even worked at getting stuff, but they got comfortable in their position. And they like, we don't want them people to be there like us. So they make up all this legislation to make sure, to, in an attempt to make sure that you don't prosper. You got good success with voting to get people in office that will help bring economic empowerment to impoverished areas. What they do, change the change, change the vote, change the laws for voting. Mm -hmm. Guess what? God is bigger than that. Amen. That's an example. You sit there and talk about the injustice given over centuries that causes a hardships on people's lives. Now, what to do? Make laws so you can't even talk about history. Mm -hmm. Guess what? God is bigger than that. There's more to be with us than to be with them. So do not ever, like Paul and Silas, don't ever ought to obey God, that man. Man may try to put you in a lock, in chains, in silencing, but God will break you out of all of it. That's what his force field of favor does. Praise the Lord. Let's keep moving here. Um, I just want to read this last scripture here. There was so much in this last a few weeks. Like even like for instance, we talked about a doctor the doctrine of, of discovery, manifest destiny, all those tools I call the religious art of the steel. They made all these laws to oppress people using the name of God. God said, I'm reversing all of that. I'm reversing all of that. So when you advocate, don't be fearful to advocate the truth and righteousness that allows freedom for people. Because what God will do, he will take those freedom bombs from freedom fighters that he makes out of you to help people from religious, from political, from social, from professional, from corporate situations to recognize that they are wrong to try to withhold or to try to hold back truth to help people to be free. Da -da 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 -da. Isaiah 42 and 1 through 7. Let me read that. And I'm going to turn over to Prophet Shantae in a minute. It says, Isaiah 42, 1 through 7. Behold my servant, whom I will uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. I put my spirit upon him. He'll bring forth what? Justice to the nations. Verse 2. He will not call out or shout aloud, nor make his voice heard in the street. Ain't no protesting and putting a bullhorn all that old stuff. We see how much protesting has done. How little change has occurred over the last 50 years through protests in the street. Look at this. Verse 3. A broken reed he will not break off. And a dimly burning wick he will not extinguish. He will not harm those who are weak and suffering. That's that Christ power, that freedom power. He will not harm people who are weak and suffering. He will faithfully Bring forth what? Justice. What is justice? Equality. Human rights. Value. 
systems. Make sure that you are valued. Look, he will not dis, he will not be disheartened or crushed in spirit. He will persevere until he has established what that word again, justice in the earth. And the coastlands will will wait expectantly for his law. Now, let me keep moving here. Praise God. So anyway, what's the word we heard five times? Justice, 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 justice. Christ is there for justice. So the high power protection of God, one of the very first common denominators of his protection is to bring forth justice to your life. When people have done you unjustly, when systems have treated you unjustly, what Christ does with his protection is to equalize by bringing justice so that you can have what God has promised and ordained for your life. So in that, praise God. I pray this was a great review. It was a it was a visual review. I want to share more with the art. Wait till we get to an art. Wait till I get to our next. Wait till I get to our next art series. I'm gonna have an exhibit and I'm gonna invite all y'all over to it so we can all really partake and see and digest the greatness of what God has showed me in this. So in that note, I'm gonna turn it over to Prophet Shante and she can close us out. Uh, from this message today and this series. God bless you. This has been a High Power Protection Master Class. Enjoy. Amen. 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 Woo! Gonna give you my summary of what I have learned over the past couple of weeks and also want to share the word of the Lord with you for the month of May. Um, most of you who know me as a prophet of the Lord know that I don't tend to give uh, <laughs> messages or words about what's coming in the month but uh, in my reflection time a couple of days ago the Lord began to speak to me the specific things so I do want to make sure that I share those. But the summary um, and things that I want to reiterate as we close out today is really resting in God. Resting in God, allowing the Spirit of God to be your resting site and your resting place as you deal with things that may be coming up against you. That's one of the things I believe that um, even in the text, in the scriptures that he was reading over the past couple of weeks, really um, kind of stuck out to me. Resting and settling your spirit in God and allowing the Holy Spirit to give you that place of rest. No matter what is going on, no matter what is happening. The other thing is to trust God to deliver you. Some of us trust UPS and FedEx. And Amazon more than we trust God. <laughs> we trust those to deliver more than we trust God. And God is greater than any of all of those delivery services. So trust God to deliver. Trust him to make good on his promises to you. As he said today, use the rod and the staff to test the ground. The scripture, uh, David said it this way, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The rod and the staff was never meant to be 
a, a tool of abuse. It was always meant to be a tool of protection. It was never meant to be used against you. It was meant to be used for your protection and for um, your ability to test the ground, to test the places where God is moving you into. Use the wisdom keys that God has given to you. Everybody has wisdom keys. You have wisdom keys from your life experiences. You have wisdom keys from the lessons that you have learned. Allow those wisdom keys to be utilized. And as you utilize them, as you open doors, people will be able to walk through those doors because of the wisdom that you unlocked and unleashed. So don't be selfish with your wisdom. Let Utilize your wisdom keys. Also walk in your authority to rule here and now. Everybody has what they call a metron. Everybody has a place. Everybody has a sphere of influence. I often say that I don't deal in circles. I deal in spheres. <laughs> so no, you're not going to catch me in a circle of anything because I believe in spheres of influence. I believe that people need to cross-pollinate. I believe that people need to cross-network so that the glory of God can be revealed in each one of us and in our purposes. And I think sometimes that circles can be limiting um, when you're only around that group of people. So the other thing he said, receive your angelic allies. God is sending allies into your life. Some of them are supernatural allies. You may see them one time and never see them ever, ever again. Utilize not just that spiritual angelic ally, but the allies that God is sending into your life in human form. Mm -hmm. Most certainly fear not. If God called you to it, believe it or not, he knows the courage that he's placed on the inside of you to accomplish whatever it is that he's called you to. God is not in the habit of calling people that he doesn't feel is qualified. Now, human beings do that. Human beings might call you to do something and they know you're not qualified to handle it or do it. But God is not like man. So if he's calling you to it, know that God sees something in you that you may not yet see. And it's okay to say, God, I don't see why you're calling me to this. I don't see why you're calling me to do this, but I trust your ability. I trust your confidence that you have in me. That if you say, go forth and do it, then you're going to empower me. You're going to send me the right people. You're going to give me the right tools. You're going to put me in front of the right person so that I can move forward and do what it is that you're calling me to do. As uh, Apostle Robert said, God drops freedom bombs. And I want to just reiterate what the Spirit said to me over here. He said that those freedom bombs are prayer and praise. The freedom bombs are prayer and praise. Those are the weapons of oppression destruction. So understand that if you're feeling a little dry in those areas, understand that if you haven't opened up your mouth to bless him yet today, mm. understand if you haven't 
declared out of your mouth the good things and the wonderful things that God is going to do in your day, you're missing your opportunity to drop some freedom bombs. You're missing your opportunity to destroy the works of the enemy. So don't miss your opportunities to release prayer and to release praise. The Holy Spirit said that right now in this environment that we're in, there are two things that people are steadily trying to discredit. One of them is prayer. So don't let anybody discredit your weapon. You know what your weapon has already done in your life. So don't let someone disarm you by telling you that prayer doesn't work or that prayer doesn't change things or prayer doesn't move things. Don't drop your weapon. Make sure you are utilizing the weapon of prayer and make sure you are utilizing the weapon of praise. Again, these are things that people want to discredit, nullify, and silence. But I tell you one thing, I'm not going to stop praising. I'm not going to stop praying. I'm not going to stop intercessing because I understand the power of my weapon. So my praise is not predicated on a song. My praise is not predicated on somebody else's worship team. My praise is not predicated on the newest sound that comes out. My praise is predicated on my relationship and my experience with God. So let's reset what we think and what we consider about prayer and praise. The last thing I want you to understand about high power protection is that whatever is stolen will be returned because that is spiritual law. So you might have gone through a season where you feel like things have been taken from you unfairly. Things have been stolen from you. You have not gotten the credit that you deserved. God said, whatever is stolen will be returned and it has to be returned sevenfold. Understand with the spiritual laws of God that nobody gets away with anything. The spiritual laws of God is about payback. It's God doing the payback. It's about repair. It's God who will bring the repair. It's about restoration. It's God who will bring the restoration. It's about justice. It's God that will bring the justice. But what are your weapons? As you receive this high power protection, your weapons are prayer and praise. There's a debate happening right now about this thing called prayer and praise. There are people trying to discredit God because worship leaders in their eyes have not been who they thought they were. Worship leaders may fail. God does not. Churches and denominations may fail. God does not. So your prayer and your praise cannot be predicated on how other people are moving and flowing. What has God done in your life? How has God protected you? How has God moved you forward? 
And as the scriptures say, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord a song that nobody has to convince you to sing. When you have history with God, when you have testimony with God, your mouth begins to open up and you begin to tell God what he means to you. You begin to share in the praise of God based out of what he has done for you. And guess what? Nobody can take away that song because it's not based on an award. It's not based on how many radio plays it can get. <laughs> Ooh, I tell you. So let me stop there before I go into another praise. <laughs> <laughs> Understand that prayer and praise is your weapon. Don't let anybody take that from you. Don't decide, well, if, if I can't trust any of these people, quote unquote, leading in worship, then I don't want to sing anything. No. Get a new song in your mouth based on your own testimony with God. That is my encouragement to you. For the month of May, this is the word of the Lord that he shared with me. As a prophet, I recognize that I only know in part. Therefore, I only prophesy in part. And I'm sure there are other prophets that have the other parts to this puzzle. But he said, make yourself available. And as I was praying, the word make, M-A-Y-K-E, came into my vision. And he said, make yourself available this month. He said, there will be great spiritual activity and there will be a moving out of clutter and unnecessary voices this month. And then he said, there is a window of time opening up. Now, God does not necessarily give me specific dates, but this time he did. He said between May and 5th, May 5th and May 7th, there is a victory coming. That this has been something long anticipated and that you will see victory during this time. And then he said, don't get sucked into busy work this month. Stay in availability mode for the right opportunities are moving swiftly towards you. So my encouragement to you is to stay in availability mode. Don't get sucked into the busy work. People may want your time, but you better make sure you run it by the Holy Spirit that that's what you're supposed to be doing. Because what we don't want to do is we don't want to busy ourselves and we miss the opportunities that God is actually bringing our way. That's not going to be something temporary, but it's something that's going to set us up in the long term. So I thank you all for your time and attention today. We're going to go ahead and close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness and your grace and your mercy. We thank you, Father, for this series of teachings, this masterclass on high power protection. We thank you, Father, that you allow for rest in our soul, even through stormy times. We thank you, Father, that you come through and deliver us. We thank you, Father, that you have not left us 
alone. We thank you, Father God, that you give us the rod and the staff to comfort us and to test the grounds that we walk on. We thank you, Father God, that the adversary may think that he has had us cornered in the past, but you have continually and consistently delivered us and come through for us. Father, let us use your wisdom keys that you've given to us as you've made us kings and priests, royal priesthood, a people called out of darkness into your marvelous light to rule, not just in the future, but in the present. Thank you for the angelic allies that you are sending our way as we fear not and we make ourselves available to you. Amen and amen. Thank you all again for your time.